Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with me, Ralph. And me, Claire. Today we're going to talk about happy and productive workflow. But first, Ralph, how was your week? It was a great week. I was fortunate to spend a lot of time with you. Uh-huh. The thing that I wanted to share uh-huh. um, was that I've been utterly fascinated in the subject of uh, footwear and specifically sandals. And Very yes, fascinated about sandals. Yeah, Claire would know that I've been talking about sandals. And I went, Claire and I both went for a run yesterday. She she was the, um, what do you call it, when you're doing a test and somebody does the normal The control. Thing, the control. She was the control wearing shoes and socks, as one thinks customarily to do in running, mm-hmm. in a running outing. But I was wearing little, tiny, little, thin sandals and no socks. Super thin. <laughs> like less than a centimeter. Yeah. And uh, and it was cool. I'd, I'd been running in them. I, Claire knows this already, but I'm speaking to you listeners. Uh-huh. Um, I've been running in them, but kind of doing mostly, I don't know, roads and doing regular routes that I normal do, normally do. So I sort of know... But this was like a first big day. I forget how many miles we actually ran. Something like 12 or something. Mm-hmm. But it was off-road, on-road, gravel, single track, et cetera, et cetera. And that's the last adding. But just generally across the board, I love everything about sandals. I love going to the grocery store in sandals. I got socks that have toes so that I can stay warm but still wear sandals. So if any of you listeners are into sandals email contact professor podcast <laughs> at gmail.com claire will put you in touch with me and we can uh we can we can talk about it what's your favorite kind of sandal currently i'm wearing zero x-e-r-o sandals um i think they're they're called maybe they're just called a cloud or something i don't know they're they're very thin though super thin and i have some new ones that are supposed to come tomorrow ordered on the interwebs uh and those are luna brand the model is the somethings oh leadville pacer that's what they are Mm. cool 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 (laughs) what about you claire my week was good um one thing that i wanted to talk about was that i reread one of my favorite books which was crosstalk by connie willis Mm -hmm. so ralph's been hearing me rave about that book it's uh, satire, sci-fi, rom-com, I believe is the, all the adjectives that are on it, which wow. is awesome. Is there any order to those adjectives? I think I might have said them in the wrong order. What would be the right order? <laughs> this uh, is your second chance. Set the record straight. I'm not sure what it is. Sci-fi first, Satirical, maybe. sci-fi, rom-com. 
Is that the same yeah. order? Anyway, it's it's got all those attributes, and <laughs> it's. I just really every every time I've read it, it's maybe read it three times. I just get like so immersed in it, and I'm so mm-hmm. thinking about it all the time. And it came up a few times thinking about workflow this week because I did spend some time dedicated to reading it that I kind of took from my work, and that was really really nice for my happiness. Yeah, and maybe it was in in verse. It was counterintuitive, perhaps. Yeah. Uh-huh. If it maybe made you do better. Yeah, it was great. Oh, oh so, transition. Yeah. <laughs> what a great transition. So I have a quote today from Tony Robbins, one of my favorites. And here's the quote. The message of being overwhelmed is that you need to reevaluate what's most important to you in this situation. The reason you're overloaded is that you're trying to deal with too many things at once, and you're trying to change everything overnight. Which is so true. And I remember hearing him say something like, the, the fastest way he knows of to get overwhelmed is to just look at a full to-do list. And um, so good reminder to Gotta do not this do that. And this? And this? <laughs> but I'm already doing this. Yeah. <laughs> still, I still had that thing I didn't do yesterday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's, that's not the way into a happy and productive workflow, I yeah. don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it is what we're talking about today, isn't it? Yeah. To-do lists could be one of the ways. It could be. Works for some people, not for others, perhaps. Totally. Maybe in some scenarios, but not other scenarios. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's working for you in terms of happy and productive workflow? I, I have been doing something I feel like has been mentioned thousands of times. Uh-huh. But, you know, sometimes it takes that many times. It does. To dig in your brain of... Of early in the day, let's call it morning, <laughs> sometimes called morning, um, I, I try to do something that, uh, I, let's, let's call it the crux of the, uh, of the situation. So in, in my case, it's like, I sort of vaguely call it music time, but it's something where like, well, whatever it is that I need but i'm i'm hesitating to use that word because need kind of feels like i'm relinquishing control Mm -hmm. over Mm -hmm. what it is that i'm trying to do Mm -hmm. um it's not i i don't need to do it you are chosen to. i'm choosing to do this Mm -hmm. yeah you might even go so far as to say it's i want to do this Mm -hmm. um but in, but what I'm trying to say is that like early in the day do that and set here's like here's the here's the real crux of it for me is that I set that time to do it I set it aside I'm gonna do it and I'm and I'm fully focused on it now easier said than done I would right. say everybody says oh yeah focus is a great thing right uh-huh. but but the challenge sometimes that happens to me and why this is well, I'll get to more about what I'm doing specifically once I explain this. The challenge for me is often like, yeah, but when am I going to do all the other stuff? How can I focus when I've got all these other things I need to yeah. be sure I get to? Is that, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a way to put it, but it can even for me be like, when am I going to, I don't know, buy new sandals, mm-hmm. research fun sandals to mm-hmm. wear, which is mm-hmm. like not a productive, like musicians don't need sandals. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, sandals don't help you write songs. (laughs) So it's like kind of one of these things of like, well, but I still really like sandals. Right. 
Right. I'm a sandal aficionado. Mm-hmm. I'm a sandal fan. Yeah. You need time to relish in your sandal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. So, so what I'm trying to say is that, like, well, telling myself, all right, look, a couple of hours earlier in the day, some people even aren't awake yet. Uh, I'm going to pause just again there because, again, I feel like people maybe might interpret that wrong. That okay. I'm saying you got to get up early and got to uh-huh. hit it, man. You're like, uh-huh. you got to get on it. You gotta, and that's not really what I'm saying uh-huh. either. Uh-huh. It's whenever works for you. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's working to have it earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing that, like, for me, like, after lunch, I can check my email. Mm-hmm. After lunch, I can catch up on... Sandal news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After lunch, uh, I can work on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. After lunch, uh, yeah. So you don't have to worry about all the other things that you really want to do mm-hmm. um, while you're focusing on this dedicated time because yeah. you know that they can come yeah. later. There's no like worry in my head about when am I going to do all the other things. So it seems like it's important that you, you've not only set some time for the most important music thing, but you've also set some time for whatever other things you might want to do. And in, and I, you know, in my case, and it really is something that's sort of like unscheduled, uh-huh. like, like there is unscheduled time yeah. later in the day uh-huh. when I can goof about uh-huh. Uh-huh. if, if uh, I, you hardcore productive people out there might scoff at such a term but it might be productive time yeah and sometimes goofing about is it's very necessary mm-hmm. for whatever you might need to do um but yeah in my mind it helps to think about it as goofing about mm-hmm. because that means that i'm not just living some dreary mm-hmm. life grinding away at the songwriting minds, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I do. So I've it's working well for me. Mm-hmm. I will admit that there can be a place for like grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, years ago, I had a project that I called Song a Week, mm-hmm. um, and it was very productive and it was very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did, you know, there was that deadline of like I got to get this done. And it helped, pushed a lot of stuff out mm-hmm. and helped me hone my craft. Um, but now I want to do better things, mm-hmm. honestly. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take my time. Well, I totally, I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think, like you're talking about, you need some time to research sandals. And maybe the analogy for me is reading Crosstalk by Connie Willis. And if I, like, there was a day last week when I, really wanted to read Crosstalk, and it was, you know, Wednesday morning or something, I had things to do, and I decided, hey, I don't have anything scheduled the last hour of the day. What if I left an hour early and read? And that was really motivating, because then, you know, at 3.30, I wasn't like, oh, I'll go make a snack. I was like, I only have half an hour before this four o'clock end that I'm planning to leave, so I need to be chugging away at anything else I want to finish. 
And so I had a really productive day, and then I got a whole hour of reading this book that I really wanted, which was really relaxing, and so it was really actually very nice. And so, I don't know, it seems like that's a very similar thing to what you're talking about, about having the scheduled time for the thing you need to work on, want to work on, chose to work on, and then also the scheduled time for, you could call it goofing off, or you could tell it sandal time or book time or whatever it might be that you also need. I don't know. I like that sound, sandal time. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, that's great. Um, for you, that sounds like, you know, you killed two birds with one stone. It's uh-huh. like you got the time that you desperately wanted yeah. to, 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 I don't know, all the myriads benefits that uh-huh. come from reading a good book. Yeah. And it also, you felt kind of jad. You were pumped to like mm-hmm. get all the stuff you, yeah. you're, you, I don't know. I'm trying to avoid that word need again. <laughs> it was really motivating yeah. to help me stay excited about the things I was working on because it didn't seem like, oh, I'm going to have to work on these for the whole day. It was like, oh, I'm going to get these done mm-hmm. and then go do this other thing I wanted. And it wasn't like, again, I, I don't want to just say this is kind of like the, the need and want thing that you're talking about. It's not like I had this carrot of reading the book and so I was able to drudge through all this other stuff. It's more like I did want to do both and it didn't seem possible. But by choosing to just shorten the work time a little bit and dedicate some time to this book, then I was able to be like extra productive in the work time and, and I was enjoying those things in the work that I had decided to do and I was enjoying the book. It was just better. It wasn't like, oh man, this work is so annoying because it's keeping me from my book because in fact I was able to do both. Mm-hmm. Which is, sounds weird to say because it sounds like it's a non-essentialism thing, but it really was essentialism. I was picking the things to do in the work day and I was picking the book to do. Like I was being very intentional mm-hmm. about what I was spending my time on and that worked really well. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I could say a million things. Mm-hmm. Can I add like one quick question? Yeah. Hopefully quick. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like, sometimes I imagine like for you, perhaps like grading homework or that something like that. That is kind like of this. a dredge. Yeah. The, well, <laughs> well, these are like... <laughs> is that what you were no. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, perhaps, perhaps that's a good... It's part of the answer. What I was going to say is like, there are things that are very much like, you just got to slam through these. Things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like something else, like maybe like, maybe, you know, uh, this is, this is me. This is, I'm quoting, I'm, I'm uh, pretending like I'm you. Okay. You're like, you know, lecture went pretty well, but I think more people might benefit if we did I don't know, maybe a worksheet, mm-hmm. maybe some kind of active learning thing, maybe, et cetera, et cetera. And these are kind of like, I would call them like creative or like yeah. less, it's less obvious what your, yeah. your next step is. Mm-hmm. Do you think the scheduling is different when it comes to, okay, now it's time to grade or... Yeah. You know, I need to figure out what I'm going to do totally. for this subject or something. I think, yeah. I think the creative improving my class in whichever way 
I want to work on is very like we're doing that is can do that um if I have a mindset where I'm relaxed and feeling like I have plenty of time that happens really naturally and is really fun and if I'm feeling like man that class didn't go that great but I don't have any time to think about that I got to be grading these things then uh, that's not conducive to happiness or productivity or improving the class maybe I get the things graded but I'm mad about it um so I think yeah scheduling them yes I think you're right the homework like grading something needs to be it's like a task like, I will decide if that's the next thing I'm doing or not. And if it is, I'm going to try to do it all the way through. Um, and if it's more of an idea, I might jot down some notes like, oh, think about, like, maybe I just make a note like, oh, this one, this lecture took a little long getting to this point. Maybe we should just condense this into something else so that we can really focus on this other part. And I just leave a note for myself for next year. Or maybe then I think about it and I'm like, oh, let me try making that into a worksheet. I, I feel like, if I may, mm-hmm. kind of what you're saying is almost that like the book reading time, the quote, goofing mm-hmm. off time, is maybe yeah. more conducive to that. But uh-huh. that's, that is an important yeah. part. It is not just goofing off. It's not just goofing Though, off. I still think it's helpful to think of it as goofing okay. off. Okay, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? That you, that you, when you're reading or when you're like, at brain practice mm-hmm. with your uh, your husband and wife garage rock duo uh-huh. <laughs> called Ralph Ampersand and Claire. Ralph and Claire. We're on Spotify. Don't actually <laughs> don't actually spell out Ampersand. Um, you know that that you do. I, I we've been in practice, and you've been like, I just need to write something down real quick. Totally. It's like it. It's your mind is allowed to flip. I think that's true. Um, I think that's true. I think, yeah. And you know, I I. I completely agree with that, and I'll add to it that the for me, I've recently realized that the to-do list is the opposite of being conducive for that. Mm-hmm. Taking some time to let my mind think about something else, reading, band practice, being in the shower, whatever it might be, yeah. that's conducive to having these creative improvements to my class, these new thoughts, feeling like I can come up with something and I'm in control mm-hmm. of my class. Those are all conducive to that. Having the to-do list destroys all those thoughts for me because I look at it and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have so many things to do. Fastest path to overwhelm. I don't have time to think about improving mm-hmm. things. I just need to yeah. get along. Yeah, so, um, yeah and yeah. It's, it's a slippery slope too. It is, yeah. it is. So I'm all in favor of writing down a few things just to remember to do them, but having a long to-do list is not helpful or, or at least not having it right next to me while I'm trying to do something else. Same with my email. You know, if I have those open or near me while I'm doing something. I've already decided what I'm doing. I shouldn't be looking at all these other things that I could have chosen instead that I could be worried about not doing. I can look at those when I'm deciding what to do next. I'm, I'm a big fan of the idea that like important things will be obviously important. Mm-hmm. So and you don't need to... You don't really need a, a hardcore to-do list. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been known to throw away many to-do lists. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, <laughs> it happens quite regularly that I'll write down a to-do list and I'll look at it and it'll stress me out and I'll get mad at it. <laughs> and, I've, and I just decide, like, you're not the boss of me and I tear <laughs> it in half and throw it in the trash can, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but interestingly, what I, what I have been doing, I was going to say doo-doo, but that's, <laughs> that sounds like poop. What I have been doing, as a poop joke on the podcast, is that okay? That's okay. 
is I do have a list. Uh, I don't maybe don't even want to call it a list, but I just want to say like I have a note card. Yeah. And if I'm like in bed going to sleep, uh-huh. is or like in the shower, like you say. Yeah. And like something just pops into my head, I'm like, ooh, I don't want to forget that. Mm-hmm. I'll write it down. And here's the 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 awesome part about the plan that I was describing is that I know that I have time scheduled where like I can choose to look at it or not, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it's like, it's mellow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I realize it's easier for some lifestyles than for others. Sure. But it all comes down, whatever your lifestyle is to essentialism, I guess, and picking the things. And if one of the things is having some freeform time, then that's one of the things. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. I think essentialism could be interpreted a little more strict than that. Mm-hmm. And I would argue against that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. We've kind of covered everything I wanted to talk about, except for a couple things. So um, let me just kind of go through the couple things that we didn't hit. This is, this is what you've... What works and what you're working yeah. on has already been talked about. Exactly. Okay. So let's wrap. Let's, ra- let's <laughs> roll it all together here. Yeah. So a lot of things that's working for me, I've kind of talked a lot about on on the podcast already. Um, so in terms of happy and productive workflow, I like to think of it as, in advance of starting to work, I be very intentional and essentialist and pick a highlight that is this is the thing that I'm working on. Um, then during this working on this thing that I picked intentionally, reminding myself periodically to do one thing at a time. If I'm worried about something else, that, that's okay. You know, I, I could decide to switch, but that would be kind of unusual. I've already decided to just focus on one thing at a time, mm-hmm. trying to do things to finish them um, so that I'm actually getting it done rather than just chipping away all the time. And then the moments, and this is, so those are things that I've talked about before. Um, and then I was just thinking today about what about the moments when I lose the happy and productive workflow and something goes awry? Because that, of course, happens. Mm-hmm. And um, Do you mean sort of externally, like something big comes up? I, or I, I'm talking more internally. Like, you know, I was trying to be intentional and doing one thing at a time, but suddenly I found myself doing three things and they weren't the thing that I had decided to do and yeah. something went off the rails along the, the way. The pits are sweaty, the mouth is dry, yeah. you're running around like... I don't feel relaxed. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So when that happens, the couple things that I've been thinking about are, um, I have an inspiring book on my desk and if there's a few minutes or if I'm feel either if I have a few extra minutes between things or if I'm feeling overwhelmed, like I slipped up along the way, I grab that book and just read a little bit and that's, it could be anything, but the one that I'm finding really inspiring is Badass Habits by Jen Sincero. So that's the one I have. Mm -hmm. And then also just remembering to stop if I feel overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Like it's, when you're overwhelmed, you really feel like you have to keep going. Um, so like being explicit, like, oh, if that's the feeling you're having, step away, read a little bit, stretch, do something, look outside, just, and it's, it's not, it's the opposite of a waste of time, even though it might feel like a waste of time in that moment. And it's just been really interesting to me to realize, like sometimes I... Like we've kind of talked about the concept of the clouds part and suddenly everything makes sense and you're like, oh my goodness, 
I understand. I don't even understand why I would be stressed about things. I have achieved enlightenment. Exactly. And then the next day, it could be gone. And so so that's actually what I'm working on, is trying to have more days of those achieving enlightenments. And so um, following the system and, um, yeah, remembering to take the time to go read a good book. Even if I'm busy, maybe especially if I'm busy. Yeah, um, that could have been your quote. That could have been you're, my quote. You were telling me that the other day. What is it again? Yeah, Jen Sincero, I think, was quoting somebody else, but I only remember that it was from Jen Yeah, Jensen it was Shero. like a quote at the beginning of a yeah. chapter or something. And it was like, you should meditate for an hour every day unless you're really busy, and then you should meditate for two hours yeah. every day. And that's pretty Something's good. Something's out of whack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So if I, if I am feeling overwhelmed, that's maybe the moment when it's extra important to take some extra time for a reading or whatever it might be. So I was kind of trying to figure out, because I had a day last week where I had that clouds parting enlightened, man, I don't even understand why I would be stressed about anything moment. Day. It was a whole day, actually. And I was like, what's the formula? And a couple of the things were I had taken a lot of time for reading, and I had not been looking at my to-do list or my email. I was in lab a lot with my students, and I was doing things as I thought of them and as they came up. Rather than and something by that, some list. that you decided is obviously high priority. Exactly. Exactly. Your students' lab. Is. So I wasn't trying to do 20 things at once. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing this lab. And when they're. That, that sounds like flow state. It was more flow state, exactly. Yeah. Like somebody said, oh, it'd be cool if this periodic table were hanging up. And I was like, okay, that would be cool. I agree. I've actually been thinking about doing this for a while. If the students want that too, let me figure out how to do that. And I just did it. At the moment that I wanted to do it, which was really nice. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. So anyway, that's the nutshell of the things I'm working, working on, that I, most of which we'd already talked about, actually. Yeah, that's a great list. I was thinking way back to uh, the highlight. Yeah. You've talked about the highlight. On the I love the highlight. Before. I don't think I've talked about the highlight. I think, here's what blows my mind about the highlight. There's, there's two aspects to it, uh-huh. right? There's like... Getting you to stop and think, like, what is the most important thing? But then there's post-highlight. Uh-huh. And that relates to what I'm saying. Okay, what's that? About this, like, doing you're doing what you need to do earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. The, like, post-highlight. You've done your highlight for the mm-hmm. day. Everything else is gravy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stress about all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if you stop and read a book, you don't have to, like, stress out that you're not doing... The millions of things on your to-do list because you you've did. already done the highlight. That's that, a good there's point. A, there's a certain like peace <laughs> that comes across yeah. from doing it. Uh huh. So, yeah. Oh, do, do, should we like describe more precisely what the highlight is? Well, I think of the highlight. It kind of folds in intentionality and essentialism and all that. But the highlight to me is picking the thing that you're working on that day. And, you know, there might be some meetings, there might be a class, there might be whatever, but in between those necessary scheduled activities, the highlight is the thing that you are working on and coming back to. And if you get to the end of the day and you worked on it, you know it was a successful day. Um, Yeah. Do you you have any thoughts to add? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, intentionally having a more narrow goal mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. is the thing that i'm gonna get done yeah yeah um, that's doable mm-hmm. that's important sure yeah. um 
know we've been going on, but I actually haven't said the thing. Yeah, what are you working on? on? It's kind of, I feel like it's a word Uh that helps me do a lot of things you're talking about. And it's just, it's just the word patience. Uh Uh-huh. It's like, it's like a uh, coffee mug from Target or something. It's like a, (laughs) you know, a slogan. Uh, Those are always the kind of thing that they resonate with you or they don't. And if they resonate with you, then it's really meaningful. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I'm, I'm, I gotta admit, I'm just, I can be really hard on myself that why haven't I done this yesterday, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm just like, and then I start like, it starts becoming like, well, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in this, I don't even want to do this. Like, mm-hmm. It should have been done yesterday. Yeah. So should have this thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, patience, I, I just I, honestly, maybe I sound like a crazy hippie or something, but I just like, just try to like repeat the word in my head uh-huh. and, and it applies to many, many things, um, like more than I think it wouldn't even make sense to list. And it's a vague word and I understand that and it might not mean the same thing to other people in different contexts, but, but for me, it's really like, it can be dealing with somebody who's annoying, mm-hmm. you know? but it can also very much be. Um, recognizing that reading a book, as you say, mm-hmm. can actually be productive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, help my workflow. Mm-hmm. Um, and a big one is like, is basically, well, so let's say like I have this hour and a half or two hours or whatever that I'm like fully, fully doing the highlight. I'm just going to co-op that word mm-hmm. is what I'm saying. Um, I might not finish. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually very happy and confident that I'll do it tomorrow mm-hmm. because I am in control of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's one of these things. Again, sound like a hippie over here, but I feel like one thing that's often misunderstood about these, like, I don't know, motivational things, is that, like. You're not a robot. Mm-hmm. You do have this psychology, and and it's hard. It's, mm-hmm. um, it it really. If something helps you, it doesn't matter whether it's rational or not. Right. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to. I maybe you could argue that there is a rational explanation. It might include neurology or something of that, and that's fine. But even if you don't understand it yet. Mm-hmm. It can still be helpful. Yeah. So, I don't know. I no, hope, I completely agree. I hope, yeah. I feel like, uh, I feel like, I don't know, I just hope this is helpful to somebody. Well, what it's making me think of is how often, it's happened so many times that there's been some phrase that everybody knows this phrase. I've heard this phrase 50 million times. And then at some point, I'm like, oh. That's what that phrase means. That's actually really helpful and wise. Mm-hmm. And um, so a lot of those phrases might seem like they don't make sense until they make sense. Yeah. And then it turns out they're really helpful. Took a mindset shift mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, that's all. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much. This has been a great conversation and really interesting to think about. Yeah, I'm glad to come on the podcast. Before we hang up, I want to say that we are taking a video 
of this episode, and it will be on YouTube on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire YouTube channel. Check it out there. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.